This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotato.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. That's it. That's it. Just us. Back to the two of us. We're talking... The way God intended. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Just kidding, because we're talking... It's like a God-heavy episode. Oh, okay. I was just tying it in. (laughs) Love you, Case. That was nice, but I want to edit it to make it look like really... (laughs) really mean yeah um before we get into righteous gemstones last week we talked about dark on netflix (laughs) (laughs) and so we listened to it today it's not our best episode um for a couple different reasons i just wanted to come on here and defend it again because since we recorded it i have binged both seasons so far you're not saving this for a recap no i'll, I'll talk about it at length at the re- on the okay. recap episode um it's an incredible show it's one of my favorites uh i thought about it like non-stop while i was watching it like at night in the car <laughs> at work just constantly it's funny because i was listening to that episode today and i was like i could tell knowing how much you love the show <laughs> i could tell how upset you were getting that like no one else loved it as much as you did you were just like getting so mad about it well i was also upset because no one actually like watched it and paid close attention to it that that's true i don't think that we honestly i don't think we gave it a fair shot so that's why i think it was a weak episode because like as i was listening today i was like reminded that casey and mike weren't actually paying attention and i was like falling asleep and caring for a child at the same time so it's like it wasn't fair and like the fact that you say it's such a good show makes me feel like we definitely did not give it what the attention yeah. it deserved especially it being a show where you really need to pay attention yeah. um and i you know i watched i watched two seasons of it and i'm watching it and i'm like it's so good like the acting's great all the twists and the and the writing is great the cinematography is so good but casey and mike like ripped it apart i'm like yeah, they kept talking about that. i'm like let me let me go online and just like see what the general consensus is not only does everyone agree that the cinematography is incredible it literally won the german academy award <laughs> for best cinematography so this isn't just bill being like um i need to prove that i'm right and that they're wrong well no it started out as that <laughs> i know but then I did prove that I was right and they were wrong. So yeah, don't don't listen to uh, any of us on that episode. Just go watch Dark. It's so good. I want to just clarify that it sounded a lot like I was caring for our child all by ourselves. Bill and I watched this episode <laughs> separately. We didn't right. watch it together. Right. So I just happened to be... He was like occupied. And so I just happened to be the one. <laughs> it's not only my job to put Billy to bed. <laughs> Just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> um, I think I was playing Dungeons and Dragons that night or something. I wasn't going to out you, but oh, yeah. That's all right. <laughs> um, so tonight we are watching Righteous Gemstones on HBO, a new comedy series. I was surprised that this was an hour long because it was like so clearly a comedy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say it's a comedy. I mean, there's nothing 
there's nothing wrong with that. I just never see straight comedies that are like an hour long. I mean, there's like a drama element to it, but it's mostly yeah. comedy. Yeah. Anyway, this one stars John Goodman, mm-hmm. Danny McBride of Eastbound and Down fame among i mean i guess a lot of stuff now right? a lot of stuff at this point yeah um and adam divine yes who also from a lot of stuff now but i know him from workaholics modern family yeah modern family he's been in a bunch of movies mm-hmm. chuck and dick need dates to a movie or something what <laughs> is that even a real thing it's like <laughs> i now pronounce you chuck and larry and you need dates to a wedding with the aubrey plaza I've never heard of this. <laughs> I'm getting the names wrong. But it's him and some other dude and Audrey oh. Plaza and another actress. It's like a goofy comedy from a couple years ago. Anyway. I don't remember it. <laughs> I mean, I, I never the... saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, I, I don't have it on DVD underneath my pillow. <laughs> um, he was maybe my least favorite workaholic. Definitely not my favorite. He's like uh... a little bit grating to me. Yes. No, I agree with that. I think that um, Anders was my least favorite workaholic. Yeah. I've warmed up to him since um, Champions on NBC. Yeah, sure. But Short, short-lived. Nobody's Blake. I know. I know. And he's not in, in anything. <laughs> every time a show comes out, I'm like, is Blake going to be in this? Literally every show that ever comes out, I'm like hoping Blake's going to be in it. Nope. <sighs> Um, so we, anyway, but he, but this, but Adam Devine is like in a lot of shit and sometimes yeah. I'm like, again, Yeah. but I actually kind of liked him in this. He was fine. In this, yeah, yeah, he was good. Um, anyway, so the three protagonists are pastors and they are performing a 24 hour baptism marathon. In, is that what it was? It was 24 yeah, hours. Yeah. Did it say that somewhere? Yes. Oh, and I must a, have missed it. And so our opening scene takes place during hour 17 of this marathon. Oh, I must have not understood it. <laughs> so they're like, they're <laughs> baptizing like 5,000 Chinese people in this right. uh, wave pool at like a theme park. At like a theme park. <laughs> and <laughs> so John Goodman is like the patriarch of the family. And then Danny, Danny McBride's character and Adam Devine's character are brothers. Right. Jesse and Kelvin, respectively. Um, and so like, they immediately like start getting into it. It like, was Kelvin? Kelvin, yeah. Oh, I put Kevin. Um, and as they're like fighting, somehow the wave pool gets turned on. And so like these giant waves start like wiping away like all of these Chinese people like dressed in white ready to get baptized. Right. They're all like standing there like just kind of waiting in the pool. And then the waves come on. It gets like really crazy. And then strobe lights and music starts going <laughs> like some kind of like disco like wave pool club. Yeah. And that's then we get... Uh, the intro to the show that was the cold open mm-hmm. and so they're back at home in the states and they're pulling into their compound the gemstone compound well first they arrive on their private jet right right first they were, yeah so private jet we like... get introduced to their sister judy right uh, and then they pull into their compound and there's a big sign out front that said blessed are the poor as they like go into this like basically like this like gold gilded like gates open with like a big like diamond on yeah. it and like you know reminiscent of like what you might imagine like joel olstein is that the guy yeah that's that's the guy i kept thinking of while watching this yeah obviously it's based like around him and those other right uh televangelist pastors right is where what state was this in i don't i don't think i missed that i don't know if they ever said a specific state somewhere in the south right right so i guess i just assumed it was Texas. right (laughs) Yeah, they don't have many of these in New Jersey. Um, <laughs> I guess I just assumed it was Texas because I was thinking of Joel Osteen. Yeah. 
But it's just that like obnoxious, like materialistic, like preaching the word of God, but all for like personal gain. Right, right. Bullshit. Yeah. And so we go through the compound, which is like insane. Who knows how many acres? They all have a huge mansion on it. Yeah. As they're like driving down miles and miles of road to get to each other's houses. Right. Um, And so like each house, they're all ridiculous, but like they get smaller and smaller. Like uh, John Goodman's house is insane like a big like the original like estate yeah yeah it's like down abbey Mm -hmm. not that big but um (laughs) so kelvin's house the smallest one uh, because he's the youngest brother um he has a friend there who's house sitting who is a former devil worshiper he has 666 (laughs) tattooed across his chest yeah and he's dumb as rocks like (laughs) (laughs) but like in the driest way it was really funny it was great yeah (laughs) what was his name I didn't catch it. Okay. But there's clearly like some sexual tension. Yeah. Between I was like, two. is this like a... <laughs> I was waiting for them to like already be in a relationship. That's what I thought but was going on. Yeah. Now it's clear they're like, like hiding it. They're both just resisting it. Yeah. Because he's now. like, I guess while they were in China for however long they were there, this friend was like house sitting for right. him. And he's like, oh, I slept in your bed one night. And then, and then I didn't. And then I just slept on the couch with no top sheet. <laughs> and he's like, I told you, don't feel weird about sleeping in my bed, dude. You can. Like, I want you to. And I was like, I think. <laughs> it, was, it was just yeah. funny. Um, then we are introduced to Jesse's family, Danny McBride's character, his wife, and their two kids, Abraham and Pontius. And Pontius. <laughs> Um, they also have a third son, Gideon, who apparently like has run away and renounced his religion. Right. Basically. Cause one of his other kids like says, I'm going to run away like, like, uh, Gideon. And yeah. He's like, I don't believe in God. I'll run away like Gideon. Yeah. Did. So <laughs> there's a funny scene with him, like brushing his teeth and talking to his wife, like as married couples do. Yeah. Um, but then he gets a text message of himself doing Coke at a party with a bunch of naked people all around him. Right. Um, and the person texting him says, meet me in this parking lot mm-hmm. so of course he does there's a red van and the red van like the lights turn on it approaches jesse's car and it starts doing donuts around him like, like over and times. over yeah <laughs> and so david pride's just in the car like what the uh, what the fuck is this right what's, what's going on and so they stop there's one dude in a devil mask and he demands a million dollar bribe or he's going to leak this video out mm-hmm. and ruin the gemstone name then in the next scene uh, Eli Gemstone, John Goodman's character, and the two sons, they're meeting with these four local pastors who are concerned about a prayer center that the Gemstones are building in their community. And so, like, at first, Eli f- feigns kindness a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you know the whole time. But he's just a big dick. Yeah, you know the whole time he's going to, like, just be a jerk off. Right. And then he basically, like, tells them, like, oh, I'm going to, like, steal all your congregations. Yeah. Because um, they they have basically have this huge like stadium. I mean, how many how many people could fit in that church? Do you think I'm not good with like guessing how much a stadium could hold? But it was like oh, a legit stadium. Yeah, eighty thousand, a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. And so and then these like four pastors in this other town are like, I have a congregation of twelve hundred. He's just got up to seven hundred. Like, and yeah. this is like you know they're probably trying to keep like a small like you know house sized you know, building right. afloat and they think that he's going to take like all their, yeah. you know, all their people. Uh, we also find out that the matriarch of the family has passed away. I, I forget her name. Amy Lee. Amy Lee. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and there's a little memorial pond out back of Eli's house with like her bust and like a rectangular pond right behind it. Yeah. And so they go out there and he puts like a waving Chinese cat toy on like a float. To, to like, float over to her. To float over like the pond. And like as soon as he lets go of it, it falls like right in and sinks. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of reminded me of like uh, Tammy Faye Baker and what was her husband's name? I don't know. I can't remember his name, but like that, like couple, like that did like TV stuff and yeah, traveled yeah. around and, you know. Um, <laughs> it was just a little funny quick scene. There was also, I think this was in front of Eli's house, three giant stags surrounding like the pond in his front yeah, yard. Just like spitting water. Just spitting. Like, yeah. <laughs> the most ridiculous fountain. <laughs> just an insane show of wealth. Right. That is so unnecessary and it's like it's gross yeah i mean yeah. obviously that was the point of it right it right. was supposed to be but it was all just so gross <laughs> so kelvin and jesse like i said are at constant odds um but jesse still tries to get his help with the blackmail thing and so he has him over at his house they go in the basement where a bunch of other guys are waiting that were in the video including the guy who's naked who's like <laughs> yeah because they don't show his face in it <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there once he realizes what it is he's like oh my god my wife's gonna kill me but um, he's just like the smallest dick and like <laughs> and, yeah jesse like freeze frames to like give his little speech and there's just this tiny dick like right over his shoulder the entire time and like it's some, like sometimes like he'll move over and you're like okay good because like then his head like the shadow's blocking it and then he moves it and it's literally right next to his ear it's so funny um so they start arguing again for whatever reason. Um, oh, because he wants him to like give him five hundred thousand dollars to like split it because right. they're, they're they can't get a million dollars without their dad's approval, right? From like the family accountant or whatever. Yeah. Um, so Kellen refuses and he leaves. They then have uh, a sermon in their like giant stadium church, or like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell if they rented out a stadium to like do a, a sermon on the road. No, I think it's there. Okay. It's theirs because it had when I think they pulled up at one point and it said like gemstone something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they have this giant uh, sermon and they have a video montage of the Chinese people being baptized. It's just photos, of course, because they don't show the wave pool malfunction. Right. Um, and then Eli's like, "This is why tithing is so important to like convert all these people." Mm-hmm. Um, and they showed like the collection plates being passed around. Um, <laughs> and then we go backstage and it's just a fucking insane amount of cash. Yeah, like they have like um like those bill counters. Yeah, like you get at a casino or something. Yeah. Um and it's and just I, people bringing buckets and buckets of 20s and 100s back there. And I just can't imagine like, you know, it, I wouldn't say like my family like we went to church growing up and we always had, you know, that we got the envelopes. Yep. And they were for two separate things. I remember there was like two envelopes every week and my we would put cash in one. My dad would put a check in the other. I never looked at it. There's no way my family was tithing. Okay. Like we were putting like $5 in one and maybe 15 in the other. Like there's no way. Like I don't understand how people can like give so much money, but then like actually be able, like, are they that dumb that they see where the money's going to, which is just to like have these people on private jets. Yeah, you know but it's, I mean? it's helping like, convert all of these people to the Lord. I mean, that is just like, <laughs> it's so insane. Um, 
they go to church lunch after that at a yeah. local restaurant and the local pastor shows up again. Um, what's this guy's name? Oh, I, uh, I did write it down. Oh, what's his name? Johnny Seasons. I think that was his name. Johnny Seasons. Oh, I meant his actual name. <laughs> oh. Dermot Mulroney. Oh, yeah. Um, From my best friend's wedding. And so he like calls out Eli for being greedy, but Eli's like, you know, I'm, I'm still going to build the prayer center. Right. Uh, and there's a big fight between all the siblings again. The, the sister Judy is funny too, getting into it. Well, who is that actress? Do you remember what else she was in? I didn't really recognize her. Oh, I, th- I think I did. Um, her name is Edie Patterson. E-D-I Patterson. Um, and her boyfriend is played by Tim Baltz, who's just like a comedic actor. He's in a ton of stuff. He's on like a ton of comedy oh, podcasts. I didn't, I didn't recognize him. Yeah, he's on Comedy Bang Bang and all those shows, um, like with Paul Tompkins. Oh, so she was in Vice Principals, which I never saw, but another Danny McBride. Oh, um, that's interesting show. because Walter Goggins or Walton Goggins is on this show later on too. And he was the other, he was like the other vice principal. Oh, okay. See, I never saw that. So I'm not really that familiar with it. Anyway, she looked familiar to me. I can't blackish. Maybe I saw her in an episode of that. I hmm. don't know. Anyway. So after this incident at the restaurant, Jesse thinks it's the local pastor who's blackmailing him. And so he goes with like this other group of people to go jump this guy in his house. Um, and so the pastor's like working in his woodshed and he like hears like whispers in the driveway and can like see their shadows because they're all idiots. So stupid. <laughs> so he like turns off the lights and they're like, oh shit. So they all freeze. They're hesitating. And Jesse pushes like the tiny dick guy forward a little bit. The tiny dick guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so the pastor <laughs> shoots him in the side with a shotgun, like through the door. And so they all freak out. They run back to the van and retreat. Uh, and Jesse calls Kelvin in a panic, um, who is with Judy because he had just like told her about the video. Like, I think Jesse's going to do something really stupid, which he was too late on that front. Um, so they go to their like giant church school building, whatever. And Judy has hidden like a ton of money in the vents there. So she just starts like <laughs> piling money out of the vents. Um, She's so funny. She really resents the fact that like her, her main gripe is that I think since her mother died, like her father doesn't take her seriously as a gemstone. She wants to be recognized like as a gemstone. She doesn't get right. to go. She didn't get to go to China. Like they don't recognize her like to preach or anything like that. She's just kind of in the shadows and she like, sorely wants to be recognized by her father yeah like at one point he like smacks like the two brothers and they're fighting at lunch <laughs> and she's like i'm a gemstone too smack me <laughs> um so they go and they pick jesse up and they go to this parking lot where this devil guy and his accomplice are waiting in the van and so he's like you know drop the money around the back of the van but jesse refuses so this guy gets out starts approaching them and hands off a thumb drive it's like oh how do i know you don't have any copies of this and he goes, well, you don't know. Maybe I'll just bleed the gemstones dry. And he's like doing like some lewd gestures. Yeah. And so he leans in for the money and Jesse nails him in the throat with this like self-defense tool that he bought at a truck rest stop. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and they all start kicking him on the ground. And so his accomplice starts, uh, pulls out a gun and starts to shoot at them from the van. So they all run back to the car, pull away. And, but as they're pulling away, Judy accidentally runs over the guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So she's freaking so out. <laughs> so she slams on the brakes, like at the entrance to the parking lot. They're all freaking out. Her and Jesse like switch seats in the front of the car. As we see, like in the distant background, <laughs> the second guy gets out of the van, and, like runs over to help his friend. 
And then Jesse backs up the van and like slowly chases the second guy around going in reverse <laughs> until he hits him and runs him over too. Um, <laughs> then we see Eli. He's watching an old VHS tape of him and his wife giving a sermon. Yeah. He misses her a lot. Um, yeah. And it's so it's like this intercut thing of that. And then the three siblings driving away from the parking lot where they presumably have just killed two people. Right. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe I mean, not if murdering two people in a parking lot. Doesn't bring you closer. Right. I don't know what will. <laughs> um, and that was it. That was the ending scene to the righteous gemstones. Yeah. What'd you think? I really liked this show. Yeah. It was really funny. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I didn't have much interest in it. Then I heard some people talking about it that whose opinions I respected and thought, okay, well, if they're saying this show's so good, like maybe we should do this for the podcast. And, um, I don't think I would have wanted to because I'm not a huge, I like kind of got over Danny McBride yeah. after like season two or three of Eastbound and Down. Yeah. I was just kind of like, okay, like this isn't my thing. Like it got annoying and repetitive, like his like stupid, like constantly fucking everything up <laughs> and like how like crude it could be. Like I'm not a prude person, but like <laughs> it, it was just like a little bit gratuitous. Yeah. And so I just kind of was like, that's, I guess that's why I never saw vice principals either. I just wasn't that interested. I'm like, Oh, he always just acts like an idiot. Right. But there's something so perfect about, what he does like i just didn't like it was like you know the reason i liked eastbound and down in the first place that's what it felt like in this like he's just he's he's funny he's smart like yeah it's good it's good yeah that was one of my concerns was like him and adam levine adam levine adam (laughs) adam divine well adam levine too adam divine getting a little bit annoying after a while yeah um because i do like danny mcbride i watched all of eastbound and down and thought it was really funny but I just get the sense that, like, I could get tired of him mm-hmm. after a while. It's like watching Will Ferrell in a movie, like, constantly, like, like right. ah, the same shtick over and over again. Right, being silly. Like, oh, clearly we went off book, guys. And yeah, we're just yeah. going to keep saying nonsense. Right. You know. Because he does kind of do the same shtick. But he, like you said, he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if they keep it, like, tight within the story. Right. It can be really successful. Um, <laughs> like, just him getting, like, mad backstage of that interview when he where he gets a call he's like fuck fuck, fuck. yeah like smashing his phone, his phone on the ground yeah so yeah i thought he was good obviously john goodman's great um it was it was mostly uh the two sons in this episode right um but i'm excited for john goodman because honestly he wasn't in that much of it this time but man like he just deli- he is very good i yeah. enjoy watching him a lot oh yeah he's great <sighs> um the rest of the rest of the cast was good too yeah it's also just funny to see a show doing this kind of commentary on these preachers like we talked about a little yeah. bit earlier like what a ridiculous part of our society i know because uh, I, I think i think there's a documentary on on olstein or one of those other people mm-hmm. um this probably isn't like that distant from the truth <laughs> oh i'm sure it's not i mean like it's like at one point the um the what's Danny mcbride's character again Jesse. Jesse. So at one point, his wife is like in their living room and she's like with a bunch of other like ladies from the church and they're filling bags for, I don't know, homeless people or something like, you know, bag with like soap and stuff, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I just feel so good doing stuff for people. And it's like, 
nothing like i can't remember exactly what she said but she's like i don't expect anything in return i don't expect anything in return and um it's has nothing whatever and and one of her friend was like but you do or she's like it doesn't benefit me at all she's like but it does kind of benefit you right (laughs) i mean look at your house and you have private jet and she's like oh i feel like the devil just got got right out of you right there let's not let that happen again like yeah yeah it it's it's so obvious i mean look at where they're living if you're really preaching that is just i don't i don't judge anybody's religion or what you want to do but that to me is just for all for personal gain has nothing to do with the word of god yeah yeah i mean people are just blinded by it's crazy that kind of stuff yeah yeah um so not that I don't want a private jet, but like I'm not gonna take everybody else's money for it. <laughs> Let's start a Kickstarter for it. Let's get a Kickstarter. Um, I really want to fly here. Let's start to fund me. Do you recommend righteous gemstones? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do too. Are you, do you think we're gonna watch this? I think I will watch it. Okay. Yeah. I think so too. My my only hesitation is that it's an hour long, because we yeah. watched so many hour long shows. I was mm-hmm. like, I was excited actually to watch this one because I thought it was going to be a thirty minute sitcom, right? But it's not. It's a fucking yeah, hour. It's an hour. <laughs> is every episode an hour or just the pilot? I don't know. I'm Maybe. assuming if the pilot got an hour, HBO has slotted an hour for every yeah. episode. That's just my guess. Um, I don't know. We just started watching the second season of The Terror. That's yeah, an hour. That's an hour. If we could stay up late enough, (laughs) this would be a really good thing to watch after the terror. But there's no way that we can, like, watch two hours of TV at night. Right. Well, if (laughs) Billy ever fell fell asleep at, like, 7.45, maybe we could. Maybe. That's never going to happen. I don't think we would. (laughs) But, I mean, I I just, I really liked it. I thought that it was a really good pilot. It gave just, I, I'm just like so interested in what happened. I want to know more about the sun. And I was, we were talking about this, you know, off air. Yeah. But like, that's what I like when it, when the pilot just gives you a little bit at a time, like just drops like a little, I don't know, East nugget, nugget, a little breadcrumb for later. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's a story that's going to unfold. And I just feel like they're going to unfold and tell this story really well. It's funny, and it's dark, and the characters are, I think, at least right now, I think that Eli and Jesse are, like, kind of multidimensional. I'm guessing that, like, yeah, uh, Kelvin will get there and, and the sister, but, like, yeah, yeah. there's a lot to them. Yeah, I recommend it, too. Do we think it'll get a second season? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean... I feel like given his track record, it probably would. If like his just, track record, like Danny McBride's shows have all gotten oh 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 second season. Yeah. How many did Vice Principals get? Um. And, actually, have, that's a good question. Now that I just like blind, I just like say that. Do you have that in your notes? I don't actually know. Oh, I, it got multiple seasons. I just don't know if it was like two oh. or three. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, so this is the third HBO show that he's starred in. <laughs> Oh, they were all they're all on HBO? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's found down. I guess I didn't remember. Vice Principals and this. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the supporting cast is really good too. Uh, Dermot Mulroney and Walton Goggins is coming on and Who is who is that? Who's Walt Walton Goggins? Is that what you're saying? I don't recognize that name. 
He was in Justified on FX. He won an Emmy for that role. Oh, okay. I recognize or he nomi- him. He was nominated for one. All right. What else? What else do we talk about on this podcast? Um, I mean, what's your favorite church experience, Bill? Uh, <laughs> we used uh, to go to church. Yeah. When I got my first Holy Communion or when I was like practicing to get it, when I, after I got it, I was like bopping too much, like going back down the aisle. <laughs> You're like really proud. And like, no, no, no. Just like being like a cool, like whatever age I was. Had a little swagger. Yeah. And Um, you were probably like seven. (laughs) Maybe it was my confirmation. Confirmation? I I don't remember, man. This was like decades ago. Um, (laughs) Someone, I, I, again, I can't remember who, I don't remember if it was a nun or my grandma or somebody was like, just like walk, like straight like don't like bop <laughs> while you were walking they like they like, called like, you no, out no 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 like afterwards oh. <laughs> <laughs> like getting your communion is not that cool everybody does it every week it's so. probably just like the way i walked I, <laughs> I don't remember any of the details or the context surrounding it i'm probably misremembering it but i just <laughs> that just popped into my head that at some point someone told me like don't walk like that like when i was in church don't <laughs> What's your favorite church experience? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. My mom used to sing. There's just too many. There's too many. many We had very different church experiences from this show. We went to, like, we both went, grew up going to, like, Catholic churches that were, like, fairly small. Right. So, um, but my mom sang in the choir, and so sometimes I got to sit up in the choir loft with her. Yeah. Like, over on the side where, like, the families of the choir sat. (laughs) And it just felt like a cool place to sit. You yeah, know? very cool. And then very cool. I would go down and get communion like with the rest of the choir. Yeah, like bopping your head. Bopping my head felt very <laughs> VIP. Although my mom probably did scold me for like, I don't know if I ever got caught doing it or if she would just comment on other people. But like her, one of her biggest pet peeves is like after communion when people would like chew it, like chew the host. Yeah. And you're supposed to, you're, I guess, like respectfully, you're supposed to just let it dissolve on your tongue. <laughs> This piece of cardboard. And so I think I maybe like got, I'm sure if I, if she ever caught me, I definitely got scolded for it. (laughs) I remember one time when I came to your church, when we were like in high school and we sat up in the choir loft Yeah, and maybe we were like talking or goofing around or something, but then afterwards, afterwards. your mom scolded us because she thought we were like kissing up there or something. No, do you know what that was? What? First of all, we weren't goofing around. We were talking to each other. Yeah. With my and my sister was there. It was like a mass after nine eleven. Like, why would she think we were kissing up there? Yeah, and like that was like the first <laughs> time I actually defended myself. I think against your mom. I was like, oh, we were definitely not. Kissing. <laughs> that is so funny. Do you remember that? I do. Okay. I didn't remember that she thought we were kissing, but it was like. She thought we were doing something that we weren't doing. I thought I thought it was kissing. Maybe. But it's like so weird. Why would she think that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. I mean, I love you, Mom. You might listen to this, but like we definitely would not do that. No. <laughs> Especially when you were there at church. Right, right. With us. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, but uh, my other favorite church memory is when we got married. Uh... <laughs> And for a while, we took your little sister with us to church after that because she, like, after our wedding, like, really was obsessed with the priest. <laughs> Do you remember that? Vaguely. 
it was short lived. She was like, after a while, she was like, actually, this is really boring. I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> we should start. So we that were up like again. us too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can now convince my sixteen year old sister to come back to church. Yeah. As, as if we go. As if we do. Yeah. <laughs> Got to convince us first. Um, all right. Any any other thoughts on the righteous gemstones? Just go watch it. Cool. I think you're gonna like it. Uh, if you have suggestions on other shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Leave us a review and subscribe to the show. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Bye, everybody. Bye. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television.